0: Hi, I'm Abby, and here on B-Sides, I talk to people, sometimes myself, about their B-Sides. You know, like records? Gosh, I'm old. It's the artist's choice, the hidden gem, the surprise track, that worn-in, groovy side that flips your mood and lights you up. Okay, it's not that kind of podcast, but I just want to talk about what fuels you from the inside. Not that side you play and repeat every day, your better side, your B-side. And now let's see who's B-side Abby today.
1: Trans people experience transphobia. Trans women experience transphobia and misogyny. Mm. Black trans women experience transphobia, misogyny, racism.
0: Hey guys, welcome back. Today, I'm talking to my friend Lane about his incredible journey to get to that space. I am just so damn proud of what we created here. Please share it with the folks in your life who you think could benefit from it. And as always, check out the B-Side Abbey Instagram page, at B-Side Abbey, for the B-Sides and outtakes of the episode throughout the week. And now, here's Lane. What's up? Uh-oh. Confused. Am I there?
1: Okay, no, I just <laughs> I am. I'm always confused.
0: <laughs> am I there? Am I there yeah. with you too? Uh
1: huh. Uh-huh. I see you. We're there.
0: How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you? I'm
0: I'm good. I haven't seen you in years. The Literal last time years. I saw you was when we worked for the same place.
1: Jesus, that's crazy.
0: Isn't that wild? I can not even tell you yeah. what year that was for the listener. I I know yeah. you through um through a past a past job and but past we didn't job. work together hardly. No. I mean ever.
1: When we weren't I'd be in really the kitchen, doing the same thing. No. And it was only for like six months, probably.
0: If that. Yeah. yeah. When I'd be in the kitchen sometimes. And if you were working, it was like, oh, yeah, a fun shift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, you're late because you you forgot to make extra coffee. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. That's bad bad timing. <laughs> no, like that's one of those things it. where like, I take the last sip and then I get asked like, oh, is there more coffee? No. <laughs> no. Yeah.
0: My, my husband, we have two different coffee ways. He mm-hmm. does his, in a Chemex and a pour over. And I, whatever I can do to make the best coffee happen, that all I have to do is push a button is what yep. I want. And so we have a pretty extravagant um, drip, but I have it hooked up to an app. I can roll over and push the, push the button. <laughs> if I make it the night before. Man, there's nothing really like nice. just walking downstairs and it's done.
1: It's just right there, ready for you. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty ideal.
0: There's certain things that I don't want to work that hard for, <laughs> but that I love so much.
1: Give when also, coffee. okay, I feel like coffee in particular. It's like you can't be expected to like do a good job making it if you haven't had any coffee yet. Like, <laughs> that's so that's unreasonable.
0: <laughs> like you have to have scissors to get into the pack of scissors. Right, can-
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's true. Operating heavy machinery uh, before coffee is not, mm. not good. It's been several years since I've seen you. And you were always someone that I was like, I know that I would have such a fun friendship. And like, I, I just connected with you from afar. And we never, and then you left right when I was like, and I think my action was like, well, damn it. I haven't even gotten to know you yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I felt, uh, I felt very similar actually. Like I remember when, uh, when you like were first going to start working there, I like texted my wife. I was like, Oh my God, everyday champagne's going to work with us. Isn't that so exciting? Oh,
0: <laughs> uh, the reputation precedes me. That's so funny. I, I, Definitely what I've what I've learned through starting this podcast is that I'm attracted to the people who I can just tell immediately there's something deeper there. Mm. And it's like it's like a magnet. Like I can spot the one person <laughs> in the room that that has something similar to me that they're thinking that isn't being said or that they're feeling mm. that isn't, you know. And I'm just attracted to people that have depth. Which sounds sort of like shouldn't everybody, but I don't think a lot of <laughs> some people don't. Know.
1: Oh, yeah. Or like uh, maybe depth in a different direction that's just not going to vibe.
0: Yeah. And like the whole, you know, it's a very simple way to put it, but the A side versus B side concept where the B side, It's different for a lot of people. I found that people interpret the B-side sometimes as sort of like a polarized personality trait. Or some people look Mm. at it as like, oh, my hobby versus my career. But I think the thing for me is on a base level, I view that as, I don't know, just underneath the surface shit. Right. That that sometimes it's because there's been trauma in your life and you got to grow up really fast. Or what is your take on on that, I suppose? Um not to put you on the spot, but sort of.
1: No, no, no. I mean, like, that's kind of the point, right? Um, I, for me, I've I've kind of felt it as like a, uh, the side of a person that's easy to see, right? Um, mm-hmm. But also easy to portray. Like, mm-hmm. this is the low energy, like, portion of me that I'm going to let everybody see because it doesn't take that much work. Whereas if it's a person that I actually care about that, I want to like have that deeper connection or connection or Mm -hmm. experience or anything with like, yeah, yeah, there's, there's other stuff going on, but I'm not just going to put that out there for everybody because shit takes work and, uh, also, like, I think it's kind of like what you were saying, like, if I don't necessarily sense that there's going to be a reciprocal uh, sharing of that depth, then yeah, maybe it's not worth it.
0: Yeah, no, I, I that's an interesting thing that I've never, I agree with, but I've never thought of it, of it in that way, that it's really easy to put out that one version of yourself with like the lack of energy that's involved in doing that. Yeah. I've never, I've never thought about it in that way, but that's so... Correct. I don't have what would be considered an A-side. Maybe I feel like I resent having to boil myself down into one sentence. Mm. I'm not sure exactly what that means. I've worded it as like, look, I can give you an an, an A-side answer to that question, but that means I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> right. I'm just trying to like right. quick escape.
1: Sure. Or it's like, okay, you, uh, you perceive me as a mom or you perceive me <laughs> as a uh, taxi driver or you perceive me as right. whatever. And I'm just going to let that keep going.
0: What I have also discovered that this platform that I have, that I started, you know, I I began it for personal reasons, which were, I'm so tired of the bullshit that's every day out there. I'm so tired of the Instagram filtered shit. I'm so tired of the social media game and Mm -hmm. the non-reality that's put out there. I mean, everything, especially after Everything that happened last year, I just, I couldn't take it anymore. And, but yeah. I also found myself with so many things to say. And what I have learned is that it's a powerful space to have a platform and be inviting different people on to share their stories. And through that, I've learned an incredible amount of things about myself, about other people. And I feel honored to be able to share things with people and have it on here because I will get messages from people who maybe they tuned in to listen because there's a, a white blonde girl and they want to hear what she's got to say. And oh, guess what? You learned about right. some stuff that you didn't think you're going to learn about. <laughs> so, I t- so I guess I, I've even messaged you this where I was like, like, I, I understand the position that I'm in and the power that I have with what privilege that I was born into having. Sure. And I will not abuse that. So with all that being said, your story is something that I don't, still don't think there's a lot of people who really understand. And I'm all about educating as many people as I can, even if I'm not the expert I know for me when I hear ignorance and ignorance now is a choice you can't you know you have to you have really have to choose <laughs> to be that's so so <laughs> it's not yeah. we're not in the dark ages anymore it hits me pretty deeply and I would imagine you probably hear a whole lot of ignorance hit you in a certain way. Um, Yeah, for sure. I want to handle this carefully, and I don't want to throw you out into the the woods and say, okay, go, tell me everything. (laughs) But at the same time, I just think there's things that a lot of people need to know. And I don't know how comfortable you are with talking about your story.
1: Yeah, I, uh, it's not something that I do a lot. Um,
0: Is it because I'm really trying to be.
1: I'll tell you if you like hurt my feelings. Yeah. Don't worry. And, and, well, thank you. And I just,
0: I. The, here, The issue is that I'm in awe of the kind of struggle that you had to have had to be where you are today and are probably still going through on a daily basis. So I'm trying to not insert yeah. myself too much into it to make it about the right questions or the wrong questions. Yeah. But yes, I'm mean, obviously, you know, to answer what you want to answer and, and say, shut up when you don't <laughs> want to. <laughs> but is it something that you choose to not talk about a lot because it's just heavy for a lot of people to have to try to understand is it just like look this is me and why do I have to explain me
1: right Um, it's a little bit of that yeah and it's a lot I think more of and and this is like a bigger personality trait of mine that like yeah it's my story and I know that it affects me but until I'm invited to to insert myself into a situation, like, I don't want to force that on somebody else, which, mm-hmm. like, it it's this, it, it's a, a big dynamic I have that, like, okay, yeah, I'm walking around in the world as a white man, right, mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. that carries a huge amount of privilege, and I've got other shit behind that, sure, but, like, I also recognize that, like, I don't need to be the center of every story, right? Yeah, and, like, sure. yeah, I, I, I think it, it, it can be helpful uh, for people to hear my yeah. story. Um, and there's also, like, this dynamic of, like, yeah, I want people to see me as a white man. But also, yeah. like, I do want people to know that I'm a trans white man. But, like... Mm-hmm so weird, much of sign right the yeah so much of the time it's i mean i guess it's part of what i was saying earlier it's like that energy thing it's not worth getting yeah. into every day but then sometimes i think well maybe it is like yeah. maybe i do need to tell these people these this so <laughs> so yeah, that no, all this shit really, can stop happening
0: i i that's so that's so interesting that like you know i feeling the need to be someone's Google on a subject, you know, like has, has to be, has to be frustrating. And I know my personality enough to where like, I would get very frustrated with that. If if I kept having people ask, and it was like, I am just trying to go to the grocery store, I'm just trying to, you know, (laughs) do whatever, or go to this party. And then having all these questions, it prevents me from having the same amount of fun as everyone else there or whatever the reason may be. I would probably just stop talking about it because I would just be like, you know what? I can't I, I, am I'm, I'm tired of having to explain myself over and over and over again. So just going to not, but feeling that power, whether you asked for it or not to right. have to explain a very, a subject that a lot of people don't know about.
1: Yeah, that ha- for sure.
0: That has to, that has to come with a lot of complications, especially if you're not like a naturally oversharer. Right. Would you consider yourself shy and an introvert versus, or like, how would you define? Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like I remember uh, this quote that like my dad told me at one point and it like, I feel like I've just embodied it is that like, it's better to have somebody think you're a fool than to open your mouth and prove it. (laughs) Um, Ah. And like, I think I'm occasionally like, embody that to a fault. There's times that I need to open my mouth, even if I end up looking like a fool. Right. Mm. Um, Mm. so I'm working on that.
0: Yeah, that, no, that makes a lot of sense. So when I met you, you were working in a small town place. And so this is a very broad question to ask, but (laughs) what was that like being in, because there's a lot of now small town mentality, it's different for the small town, depending on, you know, it's it's not just like one blanket statement, but you were going through things in your life. (laughs) In a small town, serving people on a daily basis, did you have questions? Were people like, (laughs) and so that's, that is so interesting to have to, And like, how do you handle that? Because I didn't know. Do you like to talk about Lily? Do you? Yeah, that's fine. So, so I met you as Lane and I didn't know anything other than this is Lane. Right. You started working as Lily. Yep. And you, and then there's customers seeing this transition happen. Yep. And, and then, and do you mind talking about what that was like if you're comfortable with that? Yeah. Or- uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it, it was super weird. Right. So I'm, I, I started going through, uh, you know, this a transition socially, physically, um, I started taking testosterone. I started taking it actually before I told most people, um, cause the effects are kind of delayed. Um, okay. but, uh, So, yeah, I'm working for this, like, small business in a small town. I was able to, like, like officially come out to the business, right? So, with the people I'm working with, like, there was a very clear delineation, like, okay, this is Lane's new name. This is Lane's new pronouns. Mm -hmm. That's what we're going to call him. Everybody cool? Cool. Great. Mm -hmm. But at the same time you know, a good bit of my time was customer service, um, Mm -hmm. where I want to be friendly and approachable and, you know, not cause conflict. Mm -hmm. Um, So, the folks who didn't know my new name, didn't know my new pronouns, most of the time it, like, wasn't worth that Correction. Um, just had
0: stomach being called a name that you didn't feel comfortable being called in a pronoun you didn't right. feel comfortable. Be- wow. Right.
1: And like, and and it wasn't be- like, had I, most of these folks I know, if I had taken the time and just been like, uh, actually, like, yeah. that's not my name anymore. Actually, you should call me this. I don't know that like it really would have been a, a hard con- conflict. Right. Um, but just wasn't it did not feel like the right space to do that like even with people that I had like you know good across the counter relationships with um
0: do you have people ask you questions like while they're not too many
1: but occasionally be like uh so as my like voice started dropping yeah um I would get like oh are you are you sick like you sound kind of hoarse and I'd be like oh no not sick. I feel great. <laughs> oh, that was my gosh. favorite one. Um, and like and like that would like times like that, like that's a really good excuse to be like, oh no, I'm not sick. Like I'm taking testosterone and I feel great. Um, but
0: I'm about to be better than I've ever been before. Right, just wait.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 Just just wait. Uh but like also it's just like uh, I'm like doing stuff and I don't really want to have this conversation right now. So
0: well, cause I mean, is it, there's gotta be a fear factor attached to that. Like, even though you're not avoiding who it is that you are or the subject itself, but the fear factor being what's going to be on the other end of me saying that.
1: Right. Exactly. Right. And like, best even case if, scenario, okay, no, go ahead.
0: I was gonna say best case scenario, they have questions because they want to learn or it's, it's a lot of support, but you're also working at the same time. So right, you exactly. for that.
1: Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I've had a, you know, our interactions thus far have been like, great, easy, uh-huh. positive, whatever, yeah. neutral, even. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, I just want to keep that inertia going. Uh, and yeah, and like you said, like, okay, there's a decent chance that the other side of this could be great, but yeah. I don't want to take that risk Yeah. in, in this environment, in, in a not I terms environment. Right. Yeah. Like uh, it's one thing to to like, come to somebody and say like, I I don't know. Yeah.
0: No, I get it. Like, look, you're, you're, you're there working. Someone's coming in to be served. You're feeling out the environment and you're reading the room that maybe it's not the time to be with every customer correcting them. They came to get their, their drink that day. And then, and then they're leaving. Um, Right. Are you a people pleaser?
1: Um, yes, I think so Uh, for the most part. I, I, I make a conflict avoider if nothing else. Okay. Um, No,
0: that makes sense. No, actually I like that better. I, I, because that doesn't mean the same thing as a people pleaser. Right. Um, I like that. Then, my goodness, that that would be. <laughs> that's put the put that together with with you and and what you've gone through is like also just like if you pick up on it, you pick up on it. This is me now, and I don't right. feel the need to have. I yeah. There's so many layers to what you have done, and that's why I'm just. I mean, when I first reached out to you about it, you're like, I'm kind of boring, and I was like, no, but honey. <laughs> But it's like, I'm sure you are, (laughs) but let's rewind because I'm in awe of how much strength it has to take to, and I don't know the amount of support that you had in your family and your surroundings. That's a whole different thing that you're welcome to talk about or not talk about, but even not on that subject, just the inner strength to, to go through everything that you've gone through. I find it very powerful.
1: Yeah. Um, I think to Maybe some, well, no, it's, I don't know. It's interesting. Um, yes, it took strength. Um, but a lot of that came from the support that I did have. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to ask cause I didn't know. No, if there's, no. It's, you know, yeah. I think, and I think that it, is actually a really important question to ask. Um, And there's good and bad ways to do it, sure. But I feel really lucky to have that support. And I also feel like that's bullshit that I should feel lucky Mm. that my parents love me and my partner loves me. And that I, yeah. And that like, I feel comfortable at my job saying no these are this is my name and and these are my pronouns like I shouldn't have to feel lucky about that um but yeah no but also like I'm grateful to have that support that allows me to use that strength right yeah but like more deeply it's like less strength and more like survival instincts Um, like and that's what I feel like is even more important, especially with like all of the bullshit legislation that's happening right now is like me transitioning was me staying alive, Uh, Mm -hmm. like very, very truthfully and honestly. And I think a lot of other trans folks would agree with that. Um, yeah. Obviously, I don't speak for all of them. Um, what? <laughs> I know it's crazy. You're not the um, everybody has their own stories. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, didn't yeah. get. I did not get elected spokesperson. Who do I yet.
0: need to call to make that happen?
1: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, it takes energy for sure. Um, yeah. But, but I think it was surviving. Yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I, I, I am very grateful that, um, so like my partner was obviously the first person to know um, and she's the best and has been amazing. Um, but That's then great. when we like sat down, my parents to tell them. You did it together, the two of you? Mm, yeah. My mom was like, Oh, I've been waiting for you to tell me this. And I was just like, Okay, well, you could have fucking said something so that I had, didn't have to stress about this. <laughs> mom? <Yeah.
0: laughs> oh, wow.
1: Yeah. So, oh, um, wow. Yeah. Well, that's
0: ultimately been... a great response yeah. to get frustrating. Yeah. yeah but, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, walking into that situation had to have been nerve wracking. Yeah, or, for or, sure. I mean, I don't know your relationship <laughs> with your with your mother. So I, I that's I mean, that's probably projecting or just it, because it's just it is a big announcement to have to to make, but th- I'm glad that the reaction was what it was. A lot of people aren't, you know, as you were mentioning before, aren't fortunate enough to have the kind of support that you had. And right. those stories are just truly heartbreaking. Yeah. So yeah. yeah.
1: Um yeah, no, um I mean, it's a, it can be an awkward or a tough thing to bring up in general, but with my parents, I felt like, I I don't know, guilt isn't the right word, but there was this like added layer of like, hey, so you got this wrong, <laughs> like, um, like, you know, this this gender and this name that okay maybe not only you but like that from birth like you gave to me right yeah we're gonna need to adjust that (laughs) Um, and I mean they're they're super gracious people and and have been wonderful uh but it's there there was for me at least with them uh that added layer of like, I'm, I'm going to need to correct you, mm. which is not something that I'm used to doing as a child, I think.
0: Sure. Yeah, no, that, that definitely makes sense. That that's an interesting perspective to look at it from the parents. Cause I'm, I'm a mother Yeah. from the parents point of view, you know, getting in this, your mom said that she knew was waiting for you to come. Right. And so I, but having your child come to you and tell them I'm not in the body that I'm supposed to be. And I don't know where, (laughs) what y'all did to make that happen, but this is wrong. Right. And then how, whether that's the support is there or not, being on the parent side of things, what an interesting thing to have to internalize as the parent to go, Mm -hmm. because they got to, you know, look backwards and think about all of the things that they did as the parent to a girl named Lily. Right. That has to be challenging for a parent to have to digest. Yeah. And I'm very thankful that you did have support. Um,
1: Yeah. Um, But no, that I mean, that's a good, uh, good thing to bring up. There was, as accepting and gracious and wonderful as they are, like there has been grieving, um, yeah, like on on both ends, um, right? Like changing my name. I liked my name, right? Yeah, but it hit me. Um, yeah. Like all of this happened. Uh, like I started my transition right when, like the um, Marie Kondo like stuff, um, bringing joy, um, and the
0: decluttering, and of, decluttering. Yeah.
1: Right, that was all really big. And and I mean, and this like fit super well. Like this gender does not bring me joy. Right, I need to. Wow. Give it away, right? This right. name does I not give me live. joy. It's it served its purpose. Now let's move on and have a different one that does yeah. bring me joy. Um, yeah. And I think I think like having you know gotten into that mentality with physical stuff uh set me up for that well to like be able to grieve those losses, but still come out happy about it.
0: Yeah. Putting into the into that perspective of grieving the loss is for both your parents and and you know you as well. That is that's definitely something that a lot of people I think it's difficult for them to wrap their brains around because it's you, but it's not the you that you were meant to be. Right. And there is a there there is a loss there because Lily. And again, I'm, I don't want to be putting words in your mouth, but Lily did all of these things and had these experiences and felt these certain things. I mean, is it something that you are able to compartmentalize Lily and Lane or does it meld together? And I don't Some know of if, both.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's normal. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Like growing up and being on girls sports teams, yeah. right? Like that's a very like clear and specific old me Mm -hmm. different me Mm -hmm. but I don't know there are other things that like like sometimes I forget that I've gone through this transition right like uh like I'll have these like weird double takes of like oh right (laughs) it it was different back then (laughs) Um, yeah
0: no that makes a lot of sense I think what to me that implies that it's just a completely normal, this is, this is you. And so not being constantly reminded that there was something different right. is implies that it is all you. So I want, I, I want to credit you for, I first learned the term cisgender from you. Really? And, and it's now na- it's a part of my vernacular now. And so it's, 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 it's a weird thing to think that not knowing what that word was, but it right. was, was yeah. a Post or or something print because I saw this word that I'd never heard of before. I googled it right away, and obviously I understood what it meant. And, and yeah. it, I, but I never knew there was a word. Right, I just I didn't I didn't know it. And there's a lot of people who still don't know that word or any you know pansexual and cisgender and non-binary. I mean, I do definitely remember the moment, and that opened up a whole new perspective. Not that I didn't know it before, but again, just the word itself was like, oh, there's a word for that. Okay.
1: Right. Yeah. And, ah. uh, not that like, not that everything is, is dichotomous, right? Like you're, sure. there's not there's always an, an opposite or a balance. Um, <laughs> right. but I mean, obviously we're all learning all the time, um, yeah. and can't be expected to, Immediately know or understand anyone else's yeah B side right <laughs> um, <laughs> but but th- I, but like being willing to say oh I don't know that word and because mm-hmm. I don't know it I want to learn what it means mm-hmm. and then use it I mean I it, that brings up that like the ignorance thing that you were saying earlier right like just because you didn't know the word. Doesn't mean you were doing anything wrong, but because you took the opportunity to say, like, oh, let me pick this up now, right? Like,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Let me dig into this and see, okay, yeah, it applies to me. It applies to this portion of my life or yeah. this person that I know or whatever. Um
0: yeah. that I think is the problem that I see with a lot of people, uh, is when they hear things they don't know. don't understand. And then it just stops there. Right. And then not empowering yourself or allowing yourself to learn what that is.
1: Right. Choosing not to.
0: Choosing not to. I, I don't understand that. I, I, I give a lot of grace to a lot of people and I like to learn things from people that I don't, that I don't understand. Yeah. But I, It's, it is really difficult for me to be in any sort of involvement with someone who's choosing to not understand something.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and I I don't know, like, I think a lot about the past year and like, there's a lot about, uh, this coronavirus that I don't know. Right. mm -hmm. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist, but right.
0: You're not that also? I'm not. Failure lane.
1: Failure I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But like, I can still take the time to read things and listen to things from people that do know what they're talking about. Right. And not that hard to do that. No,
0: it's also learning and evolving and the people who stop learning, evolving and learning with so many different types of things. If you're not doing that, then like, why are you even here? I just, I, I just don't yeah. understand. Um, but yeah, I, so everything, you know, after last year, when so many problems with our country and society and culture was thrown in our faces and we were right. able to see how bad and cracked the foundation was, After that, and there is now a more broad scale of wokeness, so to speak, with a lot of people who do know more about transgender, about homosexuality, about racism, about other other walks of life that isn't just cisgender white. I mean, that's great that everyone is now learning more about it. It, What, look, I was a very privileged cisgender white woman watching that happen. And so I was looking at it and, and, and learning myself, so many things that I learned and I felt guilty from not knowing them before and, and mad and sad and all of those things. But I wasn't personally, my life wasn't being challenged, if that makes sense. So being on the side of things where you People are just now learning about who you are and other people that are like you and all that. What is that like to be watching like the country kind of go, oh, this is a thing? And then you're like going,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) Welcome to the party.
1: Yeah. I mean, mean,
0: was it like yes, good, finally? Or was it like, oh, this is just a lot and there's misinformation? And and that might be a stupid question because again. I don't know what it's like to not be born into the skin that I feel comfortable in
1: with privilege. Right, right. and uh, I don't know.
0: Also, you're a white man. Right, and, like, exactly. you are hating the white man right now.
1: <laughs> right, I mean, deservedly. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you. That's appropriate. Um, yeah, felt a lot of all of those things. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it is like, okay, like, I have to recognize, like, let's give most folks—not <laughs> everyone, but most people—some some grace for, like, okay, they've not felt these things, right? That, like, I've lived through for the past thirty years. Um, yeah. And so, like, I can, I can accept that. Like, I, mm-hmm. like, yes, I want people to to know things uh, Stop about the trans right. experience, <laughs> right? But, like, also. Yeah. I recognize like grand scheme of things, trans people are a small portion of the population, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of us because the population is large, but like proportionally small yeah. group. Okay. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean we don't exist, but like it also yeah. doesn't mean that I should expect everyone to immediately get it. Like and yeah. like and I'm OK with that, but yeah. like it, it goes back to the like the willingness to listen and learn. And, and, and I think a yeah. lot about like a lot of the stuff with the Black Lives Matter movement, mm-hmm. my perspective, you know, my perspective as a white man. <laughs> um, Good, let's give you a platform. It, Go. Right. No yeah, much. I need this platform. Thank you, Abby. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, which is like, like to me, a lot of the biggest conflicts, not all of them came from seeing black people say like, Hey, I experience when you do X, I experience Y. And, and, you know, and the response being like, well, yeah, but I only meant X. I didn't mean Y and, and ignoring the fact that like black people experience racism. Right. Yeah. Non-white we, we people can't experience that. racism. Exactly. Like that yes. is not for us to argue mm-hmm. at all. And like I, I think there is a very similar situation of like trans people experience transphobia. Trans women experience transphobia and misogyny. Mm-hmm. Black trans women experience transphobia, misogyny, racism. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. and it builds upon that and like yeah. whether or not you are intending any of those things, they yeah. still happen, and and that it, it's on all of us to like accept that first, yeah. and then fucking do something about it, Absolutely. right? But like, but yeah.
0: What would you, as the captain of the um, trans population, oh, right. yep. um, yep. Lane? What would you to? So I'm gonna assume that there are a handful we'll say at least a handful of listeners who really, really don't know a lot about the trans population. So without using you to be educating everybody, I do want to, to take this opportunity to, when possible, address a couple of things that could be helpful for people listening who want to learn. And yeah. I hope that you do want to learn, listener. Otherwise. <laughs> um, so with that being said, when I am asking specific questions, I really do want to make sure that this can help a lot of people who just haven't been exposed to anything other than what's in front of their face. Right. But, but, yeah. but what would you say is one of the more common ways that someone can be so offensive to someone in the trans population without even knowing it? Are there, are there just a few things like that's just never an okay thing to say, or that's and I know that's a difficult question because it's like, well, where do I start?
1: Um, I mean, sure, there's lots of <laughs> things. Think it's a um, question, just say, yeah, no, I mean, like, thankfully I haven't had to deal with this one very much, but um, unless you are going to directly interact with them, someone else's genitals are none of your business, oh right? Exactly. <laughs> like, oh. I mean, that's just like, Nobody straightforward, right? Like, no. okay. They matter to Unless my partner. you are going to
0: physically embrace them. Right. They let's...
1: sort of matter to my doctor, depending on which doctor I'm going to see. And otherwise, right. like, they're mine. Oh,
0: so oh my gosh. <laughs> that is so wrong on so many levels that right. anybody could think to ask what you got going on down there. Right. I can't imagine what kind of person could ask anybody that. I don't but okay, that's number one on the list, maybe. Yeah.
1: Um (laughs) and I mean, and that's like that applies to everybody, right? Like (laughs) people, please. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And like um similarly doesn't apply to me yet, but for folks who have kids, um it doesn't matter how they got those kids right?
0: Oh God. Yeah.
1: They're the kids. It Um,
0: also should apply to everybody as
1: well. Right. And, 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 and and again, like so many situations, um, you know, adoptions, step parents, uh, Yeah, but specifically, you're right. That is
0: not an okay thing to ask.
1: Yeah. Um, let's see our names and our pronouns are our names and pronouns, not preferred. They're not preferred. We don't, Prefer them; they're just real. That's what they are. Real, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, so do you find so now there is a there is a? I'm going to assume there are some people that are listening that might not know what we're talking about when we say that. Yeah. But uh, my pronouns are she and her. That is something that is a a very normalized question to ask someone. Correct.
1: Yeah. Um, I think it's often typically better to to lead with. My pronouns My pronoun. are he and him. Would you mind sharing yours? Um, Got it. And, and I, I think there's been. Yeah, I like that. There's definitely been a push uh, for that. Like, put your pronouns in your bio, on your mm-hmm. social media. Put your pronouns in your little Zoom normalizing
0: it more. So it's not just a,
1: yeah. Right. So it doesn't have to be like a, oh shit. Like I recognize there is a somewhat androgynous person in this group and I don't know what to do about that. Like if it's just part of your standard, like, oh, when I introduce myself, I say, you know, refer to me by she and her or refer to Mm -hmm. me by he, him, they, them, whatever. Yeah. It can reduce a lot of anxiety. Uh,
0: Yeah. No, I like putting yours out there first is, I think that's a, that's a great, I almost called it a tip. That sounds like such a dumb thing.
1: Lane's tips.
0: (laughs) But but (laughs) Captain Lane. Captain Lane. Oh no. I hope your episode isn't called Captain Lane. (laughs) I don't know. Um, I think That's definitely very helpful for anybody listening to, to just understand like, just like the basic principles and they all seem pretty mm, just human things to do and to not do.
1: (laughs) Right. And, uh, myself, I am a fairly forgiving person, right? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I can often recognize when a question is coming out of like genuine, like, I really, I don't know this and I Mm -hmm. want to understand. So I'm pretty often like willing to talk about stuff like that. But I Mm -hmm. think it's super important to recognize like, okay, there's stuff you're curious about and that's totally understandable. Is this something that you can find out on your own. Like, there's a lot of information on the yeah. internet, right? Like, take some time to learn things by yourself. If you still have questions, totally understandable. Not everything is easy to understand by reading a listicle, um, right. right? But I think if you want to do something positive for the trans community or trans person in your life, like, do some self uh yeah. Reflections. The pressure
0: on them to teach.
1: Right. And also like if you still want to talk to them about it, like make sure one, like you have a positive relationship with this person and that yeah. like the question is asked in a safe way in a safe environment. Right. Like mm-hmm. don't ask your employee like stuff on the spot. Right. Like there's make sure that like the power dynamic is such that like this person can feel like they can be honest with you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's, that is something that I hear a lot that has to be really, I don't know, at least frustrating when you feel that you are the one who's having to be someone's coach through their ignorance. Like, I, I appreciate the wanting to learn. I, like, like, let's continue that. But it's also, it feels like a shortcut.
1: Yeah, sure. Like you can
0: check it off your list. Like, oh, I asked. And now I know I talked to someone. So check, right?
1: Right, right.
0: It's, a, it's like the, I have a gay friend. I have a black friend. I'm, you know, like, t- <laughs> so, but actually doing the work on your own, everybody can benefit from that. And there's so many people that just don't on a lot of subjects.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and there's so much people other than you experience that you don't. And like, mm-hmm. you can't be expected to know all of that. Right. Like it, no. it, you can't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there are a lot of opportunities to learn some baselines. Right. Sure. So yeah, I, I, I'm not going to expect you to understand my experience if i don't talk to you about it sure i don't know but just Um, no but
0: just learn just educate yourself yeah everybody i another thing that i think needs to be mentioned is that so people who are transitioning you do not have to have hormones be involved or surgery be involved that is something that i do think a lot of people don't know yeah, for sure. Do you want to elaborate on that? So if anybody's listening going, what? I thought you had to have it cut off, right? I mean, like, really <laughs> off, like I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of awful things that people don't know and say.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I talked about, I mentioned earlier, going through a, a medical transition and a social transition, right? Okay. Um, so for me, the medical aspect of that was weekly injections of testosterone, mm-hmm. and then I did have top surgery. The social aspect is with my inner interactions with other people saying, Hey, this is my name is Lane. Hey, my pronouns are he, him. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to use the men's bathroom. Um, like most Especially other the medical. Transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like most other medical things, like none of anybody else's business, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. But obviously, like social stuff. Will affect your interactions with other people. Um, yeah, so and so, like, every trans person's experience is different. People transition at all points of their life, and people have different needs and wants in that experience. For me, that medical transition was really important for some folks. Like, I need to have a new name. I need to be seen in this other gender group, but like, mm-hmm. I'm actually okay with the body I have. Like I don't, yeah. it doesn't give me any anxiety yeah. um, to- You're still
0: comfortable within the body, but it's just the, the way you present yourself.
1: Right, is Exactly. Yeah. yeah um, that makes sense. Some people feel in between those things. Um, some people start taking hormones and then stop. There's all kinds of ways- to
0: yeah, do it. Yeah. I, I definitely wanted to clear that up because that is, yeah. I know there's a
1: lot of people that don't know that. Right. And yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean, thank you for asking. Cause it's like so much a part of my life that I f- mm-hmm. forget that. Oh, not everybody yeah. gives themselves a shot in their butt every week. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah it's crazy
0: <laughs> are you just sort of numb uh, yeah. to it now does it, is it just yeah numb? like yeah. it's
1: not I forget that like it's, make your coffee uh, take
0: your shot in the ass
1: right yeah yeah um there was a period where uh I didn't for a while um started because I had a shitty doctor that like let oh, my no. prescription lapse <gasps> yeah and so testosterone is a controlled substance so you can't just like do a self refill or whatever it's real stupid um but then also
0: insurance doesn't cover any of this does it it depends
1: um sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't um yeah
0: sorry you're talking about the shot in your ass
1: (laughs) oh yeah so i stopped because of the doctor but then like i i stayed off it for like almost a year so that, uh, we could actually harvest some of my eggs. Um, so trans kids, so trans folks can, uh, have kids. I have no, yeah, crazy. (laughs) Uh, I have no intention of giving birth, although I theoretically could, um, testosterone doesn't stop that. Um, yeah. So,
0: so you had to take yourself off the testosterone to harvest your eggs. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I like had this like really intense connection when you are talking to, I think Eileen, like she went through this whole, uh, like, yes. Infertility process and like, it was very similar. Um, (laughs) so we harvested some eggs and uh, now we have three frozen embryos. Um,
0: how long ago was, was that, if you don't mind me asking. That was
1: in August. So it would have been Mm -hmm. earlier, but, um, everything got delayed a little bit.
0: So, um, the arduous process going through all yeah, of that. I, yeah, it sucked.
1: Um, mm. <laughs> it really sucked.
0: Did you have to take different um, hormones or just had to yeah. stop taking?
1: Yeah, so I stopped taking tea and then had to like waited for a period to start again and then had oh. to s- start taking birth control and then had to do these other injections. Wow. Um, it was wild. Um,
0: wow, but you have three embryos. Yeah. 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 Wow. And so you know that was the end game. Well, not the end end game, but right. <laughs> um, but I mean how would be silly if that was the end game. You just wanted those.
1: Yeah, I, I just want these like little frozen dots. They seem cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, that's fascinating.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like uh, a lot of folks, trans folks who do medically transition, like talk about going through double puberty right like so you have your like first puberty when you're a teenager but then when you start like taking these new hormones everything in your body is changing and it feels so weird um so like I feel like I did that like four times because like no kidding initially then I started taking testosterone then I stopped then I started again um wow yeah So it's wow. been a roller coaster, which is
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean hormones. Again, I spoke to Eileen about this. It like hormones are a bitch. <laughs> but then but then when you're having to have, you know, this this cocktail being put into you for different reasons, like just that experience, I mean, it has to be like a out-of-body.
1: Yeah. It was rough. Like I definitely wow. remember like feeling like why. The hell am I doing this? Yeah. And I mean, like, thankfully, I was in a place where I didn't have a lot of other stressors in my life. Um, yeah. I was thankfully unemployed, um, which like sounds terrible, but like it it no, I get let it. Let me let it let me feel like an emotional mm-hmm. I don't know barf. Um, yeah,
0: I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, all of the like, yeah, I mean, no one wants to be unemployed, but if you're going to be, I feel like that happened. At the right time for you to be able to to be sad and lumpy with ice cream and yeah Uh, yeah
1: yeah there was a lot of ice cream
0: actually
1: (laughs) always yeah always the ice cream
0: yes (laughs) oh wow yeah um i don't want to to just like put a whole like spotlight and pressure on you that i have you here but with that being said are there other factors things that people do need to know more about because I think this is so important. I just like, I don't want to waste you. (laughs) And is there, is there anything else that you feel like just needs to be known? Uh,
1: I mean, the, I don't know. The thing that I think about the most is so there's in like, I don't know, every other state there is legislation uh, being brought up for discussion about trans kids and sports. And these things are so, so harmful. Um, being trans doesn't increase your chance of dying unless you're in an unsupportive environment and you aren't allowed to get the care that you need. And uh, Like I said earlier, like transitioning literally saved my life. Um,
0: from depression.
1: Yeah. From, yeah. yeah, From depression, from not wanting to exist as I was right. Um, just
0: feeling wrong and not liking what you saw and
1: just, yeah. Of like, if I have to continue living this way, if, if this is what living is, I do not want to participate (laughs) <laughs> right yeah. um but i mean and I, I don't feel like that anymore yeah no <laughs> um, i
0: know i know yeah, but it's but, still um
1: and so i want to hug when, sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah she needed it yeah um, yeah. so when i see these uh pieces of legislation coming through that are obviously written by folks who have never had any interaction with an actual trans person, Mm -hmm. um, it's really sad um, and really worrying. So I was able to take these hormones that I wanted. Uh, A lot of times for younger folks who either haven't started their initial puberty yet or are, you know, in the midst of it, um, there are uh, hormone blockers Um, which basically just like puts that puberty on, on pause. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. it's not irreversible. Um, it is not dangerous. Um, cis folks do it for other reasons safely all the time. Um, birth
0: control. I mean, can we talk about what that actually? Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, if you're working with an actual doctor, um, Hormones and hormone blockers are not dangerous. That's a discussion that people and their doctors need to have, and there's not really any place for the legislature in that room, right? No, Um, not at all. And additionally, kids who play sports after school most of the time just want to hang out with their friends. Yeah. And putting in barriers and tests and genital inspections um, into that is, first of all, dumb. It's it's Um, awful. Yeah. And second of all, does not accomplish anything uh, positive. Um, No. Yeah. So um, the...
0: On any level. I'm sorry. Right. just... I, I cut you off again. I'm so sorry. That was so rude. I, let me just clarify When I interrupt, I know it's rude. (laughs) My husband's (laughs) going to listen to this go, damn it, Abby, shut up. It's a thing. The reason why I interrupt comes from a passion place. It doesn't come from, I'm so sorry. I just need to clarify that. Oh, it's okay. Because I, 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 what I, but what you just said really, really, really hit me hard. The genital inspection, for a child to have to undergo having someone look underneath their pants or their skirt is, I'm going to try it's really abuse. hard to... It's abuse. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I am a, I don't like the word victim. I'm a survivor of sexual assault when I was a, I don't know the exact age, but between three and five probably. And so that's a subject that I'm very passionate about, thus the interruption. Again, I apologize for that, but I have kids. And so knowing that I experienced that, it is on my radar to make sure that never happens to them. And the first time that one of them got a checkup at the doctor and and in the room, I, I watched the interaction with the doctor having to say, "Now I'm a doctor, so it's okay. I can do this. Your mommy's here," and I bawled. I broke down because it occurred to me. I was looking at, I was thinking of my younger self who wasn't, didn't have that same experience. I was thinking, they have to do this, so be, because the child is susceptible to that happening from strangers, or in my case, it was a family member.
1: Right. Right.
0: And hearing that that is something that they're talking about passing legislature on i it makes me it makes me lose my shit
1: yeah it makes
0: me boil it's awful oh people are dicks yeah yeah i think that i i don't know i do i do think people are people as in all of people as a whole, are getting better. Yeah. I mean, the people who are not going to get better are not going to get better, but just the general average because there's more information out there and therefore more acceptance. And honestly, I think a lot of the badness is dying because it's a certain generation. Like literally
1: Literally. literally dying. Yeah.
0: Literally dying. That's one thing that I, sorry, not sorry, during COVID was like, well, maybe a lot of the assholes are just going to die. Please. Yeah. Yeah. My molester died uh, this past month um, during child abuse awareness month. Died of a apparently a really, really horrible form of cancer. I don't think, I don't know how much of this I'm going to particularly yeah, no, keep I, in, but that's... that was <laughs> the, the first reaction I had to hearing that, honestly, was oh, good. Those are the words that came out of my mouth. And then when I found out that it was April it had me go, Oh shit. And then I heard the like ravenous form of cancer. And I was like, I mean, I, cancer is awful, but if it's going to exist, right. Let's have it exist for that reason.
1: Yeah. Let it take those people. Let it
0: take those people. Yeah. I'm very honored to have you in any one of my circles and also extremely honored that you, that you came to talk to me today.
1: Well, yeah. Um, we should probably like, you know, talk more, right? Yeah. Then probably once every three years or something.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, this was a nice, nice icebreaker, so to speak. Yeah, like, there we go. We haven't really hung out socially, but right. let's really deep.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's kind, of, yeah. It's kind of my MO to be honest. It's like, <laughs> I
1: like it. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's kind of, that's the point of this, right?
0: I think you're just so cool and warm and genuine. And I knew that, the second I spoke to you, it just it emanates. You are you're just so lovely. And oh, I I really could talk to you for four hours. Um I'm gonna have to say goodbye. Okay. <laughs> have a good weekend. I'll see Thanks. you soon, okay? You too. Okay. Thanks. Bye, Bye Abby. Bye. Thanks for listening to B Sides. Don't forget, you gotta walk the line and don't fall off. You gotta tip your hat to the waiter man. And don't forget to subscribe to B-Sides so you don't miss a beat. Love y'all. Be well.